0: listening to Your Bright Future, a Lava Ridge Counseling Podcast, Connecting Home and School, where we share tips and tools to build a bright future for our students.
1: Welcome to Your Bright Future with the Lava Ridge Counselors. I'm Mr. LD. And I'm Mrs. J. Jared and Tanya. And today we're excited. We actually have a guest that we're welcome to our, our podcast, Mr. Mike Carr of the district office. And, and he is such a great resource, such a great tool to us as counselors in schools that we've been very fortunate in, in our role as counselors to get to know him a little bit. And, and sometimes he, you know, as far as parents are concerned, he kind of works behind the scenes and, and isn't the most well-known person, but we we just want to introduce him and give a, a shout out to the amazing work he does. So so Mike, say hello and kind of introduce who you are or your background and, and And we'll get into it, but tell us just to start out who you are, maybe your education background and how long you've been in your current position.
2: Oh, great. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, Mike Carr, uh, I've worked for the school district going on 36 years now. Wow. Uh, I started out as a special education resource teacher at Hurricane High School and uh, did that for three years there and then moved into St. George and taught uh, resource at our sixth grade center, which is uh, the Woodward building, just next to our Mm. district office. And then uh, we were able to uh, start uh, the elementary counseling program. And I was uh, one of the first four uh, counselors in in that program and uh, served in that capacity for about 16, 17 years. Uh, And then, uh, Moved into administration a little bit with uh, Title I programs at Sunset Elementary. Oh, nice. And then my current position is called the Support Services Coordinator for At-Risk and Homeless uh, Students, uh, which is in the district office. And so I still get to work uh, with the school counselors, uh, elementary and secondary school counselors. We work closely together and also uh, the administrations of each school. Uh, most of my work is directly with the parents, uh, mm-hmm. helping them find resources. Uh, we have some resources here at the school district uh, that we can talk about, but uh, I'm kind of uh, a middleman between the the school district and the agencies within our community. And and then the parent is our, the heart of our work, uh, the parent and the child keeps us going that's the only reason we have jobs for sure
1: for sure no question about that I I didn't I guess I had forgotten that you were a school counselor previously it makes sense to me because you're so warm and easy to work with and 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 always (laughs) One, one thing I appreciate about you Mike is is you are always responsive you're always lead with your heart and, and you pair that with just such an amazing connection to all these great agencies and resources in our community. And yeah. I, and, and just, I, in my experience, I've been, and Tanya, you've been here even longer, but I've been here, I guess this is my seventh year in Washington County, and you, out of everyone in the district office, are one of my go-to people that I know I could rely on, and, and, and especially when families kind of find themselves in tough spots.
0: Yep, I yeah. second all of that. I've known Mike since he was a school counselor. I was an elementary school counselor before I came here, and so we got to work together pretty closely. And I agree, Mike, you're one of the best. So we thank you for your support of us as counselors. Um, but yep. also, you know, there's nobody better to work with as a parent. And if you're, if you're in need of that, Mike is very good to work with and mm-hmm. he, he'd love to hear from you. But um, tell us a little bit about those resources, some of the things that you offer from the district office if parents are in need. What, what can they come to you about?
2: So good question, but I, I want to just tell the folks out there that it's listening. Uh, you have some great counselors uh, <laughs> right here at, at Lava Ridge. Uh, I, you know, worked more closely with Tanya over the years, but uh, she's a model counselor when she was in the elementary schools, and Jared, uh, in the in the short time that that he was at the high school level, uh, you know, kind of raised to the top of his field, did an excellent job. So. You guys have some great resources right there, but what what I kind of tell people is uh, my job is uh, to help students and families with the basic needs uh, of getting ready to go to school and showing up uh, and looking like and feeling like any other student. So, for example, if a if a student is living in a hotel or some other homeless situation, uh, we make sure they have the clothing they need, uh, the hygiene products they need to keep them clean, uh, food, um, backpacks, school supplies, um, and any, any other thing that would kind of meet your basic needs. So in our district office, in the basement, we, have, we even have diapers, uh, laundry soap, We have hygiene products. We have the backpacks and school supplies. So those are the main things that we can supply here at the district. But some of the other things are like uh, maybe resources to outside groups that provide like glasses Mm -hmm. for students is a big thing. Uh, Health health wise, we have a connection with uh, the family health care clinic which uh, partnership allows any student in the district to go to that clinic for an office visit for just $10.
1: Awesome.
2: And if they can't pay for that $10, they have a voucher for that. And they also do vouchers for dental, which is a $40 copay.
1: Amazing. And and real quick, where where is that located actually? do you, so Where's that office? We at? have a
2: brand new building uh, on Riverside Drive uh, down by the New Smiths. Okay. Uh, and it's right next to Mill Creek High School.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where
0: that's at. That's so, amazing. Yeah, and I didn't know about the dental benefits, so that's great Yeah, to know
2: about and that. they they will have a, a pharmacy, in-house pharmacy now as well. So that's a big, big uh, asset.
1: Oh, that's so cool. So,
0: now, I know that you have a big list of resources that parents can access. How would they get to that list?
1: So
2: if, if a parent can go on our district website, uh, washk12.org. And then there's a kind of a string of different services at the top. One it says students and parents click on that. And then it'll take you to another one that says something almost the same uh, student and parent resources. And then it will bring up uh, uh, on the right side of the screen. It says community resources. Mm -hmm. And so there'll be resources in English resources in Spanish. And we just, added uh, resources for those who are experiencing homelessness Amazing. so those lead to a list of like 20 different uh subcategories so there's one for food housing uh counseling transportation employment Utilities. lots lots yeah. of different things child care so that's an excellent excellent one for parents to uh, look at and uh
0: it is. I go to that all the time because that's a, it's such a comprehensive exhaustive list. Yeah. So that's a good one for parents to know about.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I don't know how you keep track of it all. I guess it, with technology <laughs> is your friend, right? You Keeping keep track of all that Yeah. So,
2: so COVID uh, actually was a blessing for me because I had wanted to do something like this for years and just never had the time. And so I, you know, what can you do in COVID? We just were on the computer. I was doing google searches and we just put together this list and and i too use it all the time and i can copy and paste and send to to parents counselors whoever
1: and that's amazing so, and and yeah i think it, probably in our show notes we could put a link to that kind yeah, of stuff yeah, as I well and, link
0: directly to it and
1: yeah great and, and of course you parents if you ever have questions and you're struggling with that we, Tanya and I, are, are a yeah. great connection as well. Of course, you could go directly to the website with Mike, or if you have questions, you could ask us. Um, Mike, kind of a follow up. I always like, of course, that exhaustive reach of list of resource resources is, of course, important. But I, I love kind of the the heart, the squishy stuff a little bit. And I was wondering <laughs> if you could share maybe a an experience or two that has been especially meaningful. And in your time there you know whether it's a big picture kind of event or maybe just a, a family that you were able to help out and just kind of make make a difference there
2: yeah so uh, one that comes to my mind it's been quite a few years ago uh but if it was winter uh, in fact it was i think it was it's either just before christmas or just after christmas and this large family uh Came from Salt Lake area, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a truck with a is the camper sleeper on the back
1: wow. with
2: all of their gear. And they had uh, like seven or nine kids.
1: Oh, my gosh. And
2: we found out that they were totally homeless. They were just living out of that, mm. that truck, if you can believe. And uh, so uh, I got informed and we started getting them their basic needs and things and you know, helped them find uh, you know places to get food and showers and and things like that. Uh, and over a time period of probably two to three years, it, it took. But we were able to you know help them with cars and and uh, rentals and and eventually they got into their own house and had jobs and supporting themselves. So it took a village to to get it to work. Um, but with different resources that we had here, and and you know, there's sometimes when I I can't use uh, federal or state money mm. to pay for things, and so uh, there's been many people in our community that I can now out- reach out to, and they say, "Well, I'll be glad to help." I'll, you know, mm. like for example, the car was donated by someone, really, um, you know, and and different things paid for hotel stays and different things like that so that one is really special to me that it was a success story in the end
1: oh for sure they
2: they don't even contact me anymore (laughs) other than to just say hey this is where we're at we've got a new grandchild or Uh whatever
1: (laughs) i i love that and it's so cool to see you know the hear about the generosity of of people in the community in the face of people in need because the need is always there. I mean, as a counselors, right. we know that we're always working with students who, and, and some of you listeners, we've all been in tough times and, and especially with kids, you know, just in the face of homelessness or hunger or things like that, these kids, especially and families, but especially the students just need that love and support. And sometimes just a backpack or some, some bags of food could get them through that tough spot, right. um, or, or, what is really needed. And, and you, 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 I, I sometimes think of you as like the Santa of our district, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, especially for people that just need it. Cause it, yeah. of course not everybody needs that extra support, but you're such a kind, loving person that just is, is someone that we could always rely on for that. Yes,
0: for sure. So you mentioned you've been working in the district for quite a long time. How, how have you seen some of the community services and resources change? Or how have you um, seen maybe the donations, how have they changed over the years? Um, because I know when we right. first, when you first started this position um, and when I first became a counselor, there weren't, there, it seems like there weren't quite as many. But as right. our community has been growing, as we've had people come in, we've had other things come in. So what kinds of things have you seen that that you've been impressed with? And then what are some of the needs that you might still be seeing in our community as well?
2: Yeah. So um, all of the all of the stuff that I have in our basement is donated from either uh, nonprofits or uh, community members, individual families, groups, businesses, so forth. Um, and just kind of a side note, I, you know, sometimes people will say, well, I, my washer and my dryer just died. And and I attend quite a few different uh, meetings within the community with different agencies. And so there's always a kind of a a, a person who sends out invitations to all of the members of that committee. So I will email all the school people at once and all of the agency people, and so there's probably 300 people that get this email. And within you know 10-15 minutes, I'll have a washer and dryer available for a family. So you know, if you have some of those kind of needs, don't hesitate to let these counselors know that. Um, but um, so we we've, we've always had just an amazing community as far as uh, donating but sometimes we've had some difficulties with uh you know like the homeless for example so probably five or so years ago um, i was trying to uh, i had people coming to me saying i want to uh, have some of these teenagers come into my house and and i said great i've got a list i'll just match you up and we'll go to town and then, <laughs> then I started asking for permission, and of course, I guess there was some illegality towards that. Um, even though people were generous, it, it sure. was like you're, you're uh, in some cases, you might be hosting a runaway is mm-hmm. kind of the terminology. Sure. But we went to get to get around our community, had some meetings, and we found a nonprofit from Ogden called Youth Futures. Mm. And uh, they had already been uh, housing youth from 12 to 18, had all the licensing and everything they needed. And we contacted them and they said, it's funny, but we had just been on our blackboard or whiteboard uh, talking about trying to move to St. George. Wow. And we said, well, let's do it. So anyway, over a course of year and a half or two, uh, we now have a youth futures uh, homeless shelter for your youth here in St. George, which has opened up a lot of doors for, for kids who either it's not safe at home, uh, then they need to leave or, uh, you know, different reasons, but, um, they can actually, uh, stay overnight. They can stay there for many weeks if, as long as they need to attend school, stay in the same school they've been in. And for the, the rest of the youth in the area is they have a drop-in center where they can just come and hang out, take a shower, do some computer work, get food, uh, lots of different things. So so as we grow, there's there's those kind of things. We also have a a house that's called Encircle, and that's to support families who have LGBTQ youth. Um, and they kind of have the drop-in center for the same sorts of stuff. So as we get bigger, we get more and more of those kinds of things. And so even though growth has been hard uh, as far as the prices Mm -hmm. of housing and, you know, we got some raising wage, but the housing prices went up faster. So it's really causing people a difficult time to pay rent Mm -hmm. consistently. So.
1: That, that's that's great I, I love hearing about that kind of stuff it's a good reminder to us too um, kind of just before we kind of close in, the, in the how to contact you kind of refresh that any other big things that you wanted to share or wanted to touch on that we didn't ask you about or get a chance to cover yeah.
2: so I know we I kind of neglected uh, that we do have food boxes here uh, in the school district office uh, <clears throat> that we will uh, give out to people uh, Utah food bank uh, is uh, they run what's called mobile pantries where they bring their truck to schools uh, once a month and supply food for families. Um, I'm, I don't know that you guys are set up for that yet, but then there's some schools <clears throat> that also have an in-school pantry mm-hmm. for students.
1: Yeah, I know at Dixie um, High School, we had one of those set up, which <laughs> which was pretty great to have.
2: yeah. There are a couple of other nonprofits that do a Friday uh, food bag to help kids get through the weekend. So uh, food is, uh, you know, another difficult thing. But we also have uh, several um, Utah Food Bank distribution sites every month. One is at the Washington City um, Recreation Center. One is at Green Valley uh, LDS Stake Center. And then one is here at our school district office uh, parking lot. So those can be found on that website uh, link under foods. Um, Anyway, there's, um, you know, some of those. Oh, and what I was going to mention also, we have some uh, a nonprofit that helps at Thanksgiving time and also at Christmas for uh, those who need some help with Christmas. So there's always something happening.
1: Oh, great yeah Yeah, and those are right around the corner too so that that's good Uh, right if any of you listeners need some extra support you know around that time don't hesitate to reach out
0: yeah so tell us how we can uh get a hold of you i mean we know how to get a hold of you because we we do it all (laughs) the time but if a parent listening wants to get a hold of you uh to ask you more about the things that they've heard here or about something that they've read online what's the best way to do that
2: so just a phone call to the school district office, 435-673-3553. Ask for Mike Carr. Um, the receptionist will just forward the call on to me, and then we'll go from there. Uh, i you know happy to do it that way. It's, it's kind of nice, I think, uh, for you to go through your school counselors, though, or you know them better. Um, and they can uh, kind of filter the things that, that you, they can do at the school level first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if there's something that they're not sure of or they don't have the ability to give you, then certainly uh, contact me. And uh, we're happy to happy to help at any time. Um, <clears throat> and my email address, if you want, is mike.car at washk12.org happy to to uh, answer your emails it's been a pleasure talking with you
1: yeah, we, yeah we're always you. happy to talk to you mike and and like what i kind of said earlier we just appreciate the good work you do Absolutely because happy. it's it's i mean i don't envy your job because i i i <laughs> like you said kind of the middleman spot and just all the organization and everything but i i couldn't think of a better man for the job and in, and in, no. in such the in the face of such need and and just kind of heartbreaking situation sometimes kind of like that story you shared. And, and yeah, so just keep up the good definitely. work there.
0: Yep. And we sure appreciate you taking the time out of your busyness to come and talk with us. And I uh, want to remind parents, just if you uh, like this podcast, if you like listening to the things that we hear, hear them, please share it with others, especially this particular episode. I mean, we would love mm-hmm. to have as many people in the community know about the resources and about Mike and about the fabulous job that he does. Um, if if you don't share any other episode, share this one. We would love that to happen. And then please, please reach out to us. We're always here for you. We ha- your, our doors are open. Um, we love your kids. We want to support them mm-hmm. in every way that we can. And uh, again, you can access the podcast through our website. You can come into the school to talk to us directly. Um, you can email. Uh, we're just looking forward to meeting with you and working with your kids. So, sure. Thanks for joining us today, and have a great week. We'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.